Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oatman. Welcome. Happy Wednesday evening. So we sent out a fax blast today on Joe Biden's vaccine mandate falling apart, and it is. It's not quite dead yet, so we need to kill it. As we mentioned a little bit earlier today, there have been a couple of different judicial rulings um, in federal district court, different district courts around the country that have basically placed injunctions against different parts of the ruling, but the injunctions aren't permanent. They're temporary. We're going to get through that. Some are only limited to certain states, and there's still a vaccine mandate in place for the military, and they are speeding it up to implement it as fast as possible because they can see the writing on the wall. They can read the tea leaves. They know what's coming for them, so they want to they want to implement it as fast as possible. So if you haven't already, make sure you sign up for the Fax Blast. Link is in the description, and if you don't receive our Fax Blast, make sure you ch- click the link in the description to sign up for our email newsletter. That's the fastest way to get them. Joe, what do you think about these latest uh, court rulings? I think it's I think it's amazing, and it just I think everything is falling apart for Biden because he's an illegitimate president and illegitimate presidency. So he doesn't belong there, and neither do the rest of these tyrants. And you know, t- what's interesting to look at with the court rulings is that there's there's somebody that brought something up to me today, and we were sitting in my office, and um, he was asked by someone, and I'll, they'll remain nameless right now, but someone in a high position of of power and authority in our in our country. And that is when, when he said that, hey, the judiciary is compromised. And his answer was, all of them? Almost in a way of saying, listen, you, you, you can't say that they're all compromised, but there's a, there's a large majority of them are compromised. And I think that you know, what we're seeing is, is that we're being able to separate the wheat from the chaff, the chaff, right? And we're, we're, we're starting to figure out, okay, maybe there are some, but why do they not have the courage to stand up in multiple environments especially when it comes to the election of 2020 and the fact that it was stolen. And I keep bringing it up, and I, I'm going to bring it up in every single podcast that we have, that the election in 2020 was stolen, and we need to step in the gap, and we need to create density and take back our country. But in the middle of this, it's great to see that some judges are standing up and doing the right thing, and that we're starting to see this shift, I guess, in the sentiment. Um, I just took a quick walk around the, uh, the uh, park, and i got to tell you, it was – it was great because as I walked by the, the kids' playground, there's two things I noticed. One, none of the parents were talking to each other. They were staying away from each other, but none of the kids had masks on, which was really good to see. What are yeah, you doing, I just Max? Bought looking at the screen. I just bought tickets while well, I'm setting up because I have to co-produce the episodes. I'm setting up what we're doing next. Right. Um, I, I bought some tickets for me and my son to go see Spider-Man, and he's super excited. We're going to go on the 17th after the podcast is finished. Um, but, you know, things are getting back to normal. And if you if you look at the actual rulings themselves, we, we, we hinted up at this a little bit today. But if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this is U.S. District Judge Terry Doughty. He basically placed a, a nationwide injunction. It's not uh, it's not just a regular injunction. It's a nationwide injunction on in all 50 states blocking Biden from imposing the vaccine mandate on healthcare workers. This is a mandate that, a, that HHS had implemented under their authority under the different laws surrounding Medicare and Medicaid, basically saying that they won't disperse any Medicare, Medicaid funding to any hospital or nursing home or healthcare center that doesn't force all of their employees to get vaccinated. So Judge Doughty, in this case, he shut it down, nationwide injunction. And usually the only way you get a nationwide injunction at this stage is when the judge looks at it and says it's so clearly unconstitutional that there shouldn't even be a there shouldn't even be an argument on the merits. But they'll still do that. Well, and, and they're coming out with new variants, and now you're seeing the moronic uh, variant that they've now talked about, that they, have, they don't have any doctors that are willing to sign off that it has any sort of deadly consequences. Not one. There's not one doctor that's come forward that is treating patients with this so-called moronic, I know the, uh, what is it, the O-micronic. Omicron. Omicron. Um, mm-hmm. The moronic. We'll just call it moronic. Um, uh, variant that are willing to come forward. Not one. 
you know, they had a story where they, you know, the CDC and the WHO and everyone's out there trying to find doctors that are willing to stand up and say, this is terrible. It's going to be the end of humanity. It's now adversely affecting kids. And all the doctors are saying, that's a lie. That's a lie in every country. <laughs> so you're starting to see that this whole play, this globalist play, has not been, has not been baked enough in our society or societies around the world because we're starting to wake up to the realization that this 1% at the top needs to be hung. I so said in it. California, 79% of the population is vaccinated against, has at least gotten one shot of the COVID-19 vaccine. And they just announced today that the first case of the Omicron variant in the United States was in California, of course. And it's a vaccinated individual who is at home resting with the sniffles. So let's <laughs> shut down the economy. Yeah, let's let's shut, shut down, down the economy, economy again. Crash the, the stock market, right? Let's crash the stock market, destroy everyone's 401k, everyone's retirement. Why right? not? Cause a panic. I mean, why not? Let's do so it. They, they, I mean, it, come on. Because, let's do it. Because one person's at home with the sniffles. All of the evidence suggests that this, that the virus has just, I, I, I love this. I, I've seen a couple of people describe it like this. The virus, the virus has just rolled the evolutionary equivalent of snake eyes. It has, it has mutated, evolved into a less deadly form that oh, is more contagious than Delta. So which what is actually it normal, like it's going by, to, by the way, which is normal yes, for a virus. Is, this is how the Spanish flu yeah, fizzled out. Because it almost identical, and this is happening at a, at a much slower, slower rate. And one of the things they did with the Spanish flu back in the day was they tried to um, isolate people during the Spanish flu as well. It didn't work so well, and it lasted, I think, three or four years. And here we're, we're talking about, you know, it fizzling out in just a couple of years. Because the virus really does want to survive, right? The virus doesn't want to be killed off. No, no it, I mean, at, at the same time, it's, it's not an not a, uh, intelligent life form, right? But at, at a fundamental level. Or organic level, it, it doesn't want to die, right? Right. It, it's, it's not intelligently designing itself. It's just, it's just mutating, evolving in real time I mean, with everyone. Look what intelligent life. Look at the intelligent life actually mutated into with with Joe Biden. Yeah. So so maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spanish flu killed 50 million people worldwide. About one in every three humans caught the virus in in 1918 in the years surrounding. It fizzled out because it mutated into a less deadly form that was more contagious. So when something right. mutates into a more contagious but less deadly form, that tends to be how viruses evolve, how viruses mutate, because as more people get antibodies, they need to find ways to, to spread to more people to survive. So And there's the been virus, about five, 5 million people worldwide that have died of this virus, correct? Yeah, uh, uh, it depends. Somewhere I, like I don't five, really six trust million? the numbers. Yeah. I still don't trust the numbers because the numbers are still... Well, I mean, you're feeding people rendezivir. You're going to kill 50% of the people you put on that drug by itself. Right. So and the U.S. has about 15 percent of the total deaths and they have about 800,000. So I just did simple math and came up with five million. So this is what the endemic stage looks like, whether or not we want to call it a pandemic. Let's just for the sake of argument, say it was a pandemic. We are in endemic stage. This is where almost everyone has some kind of antibodies to the virus. And we're going to live with it just like we live with the Spanish flu. Today, when you get the flu, you are getting a virus that can trace its lineage back to the Spanish flu. That's a fact. So we're in endemic stage. And in endemic stage, this new Omicron variant has, has mutated to be more transmissible than Delta and less deadly than Delta, meaning people are going to get this instead of Delta, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. So this is how viruses burn out. This is how endemic phases tend to go. And you can see the powers that be there grasping at this. They're grasping to try and cling onto what little power they can still grab because these health bureaucrats, these elected officials, unelected officials are are so terrified of losing their power that they just have to just go for one more one more hit. And and before we take this down, Judge Doughty in in the Louisiana case, I want to read a little bit of what he wrote. He said, if the executive branch is allowed to usurp the power of the legislative branch to make laws, two of the three powers conferred by our Constitution would be in the same hands. If human nature and history teach anything, it is that civil liberties face grave risks when governments proclaim indefinite states of emergency. Common sense stuff. We go ahead and take that down now, Mr. Producer. So that is the... 
case so, in so, Louisiana. So obviously it's being pushed up the up the thing. They're going to they're going to appeal it obviously, right? Yeah, that that tends to be a red appeals court as opposed to some of the other appeals courts that you see around um like so New York, that area. The, the mandate can't can't be applied to healthcare workers now across the nation as of today. Yes. And yeah, as of today nationwide. So so once they let, let's talk through the consequences of some of the other things that we're that we're seeing happen, okay? There's a mandate in place for companies over 100. Now he wants to lower it to even under 100. There's a mandate. That's that's now being challenged. You have this one for healthcare workers specifically. You have people that have been fired from their job from not getting the vaccine already. People have just, companies have come out and said, we're going to fire you, right? Once this is found to be unconstitutional and those businesses have forced a mandate where you had to put something in your body, I'm guessing that the class action lawsuits in this country are going to literally devastate businesses and insurance companies because the lawsuits are going to fly much like they did against pharmaceutical companies when it came to the opioid crisis. Because you're, you're taking away a person's ability to feed their family, and you're doing it based on inject this poison into your body that's killing tens of thousands of people and injuring hundreds of thousands of people, or we're going to take away your job. I don't think this is going to end well if we can keep up with what the courts are doing, which is actually standing up for constitutional integrity and common sense. Just that's what point. I want to happen. That's what I want yeah. to happen. Will it happen? Not sure. Because even if the government, what this injunction in this one injunction with the Louisiana federal judge, that basically says that the Biden administration, HHS, cannot punish hospitals that do not have a fully vaccinated workforce. That's what this says, that if a hospital does not have a fully vaccinated workforce, the Biden administration cannot find them, cannot withhold Medicare, Medicaid funding. They, they can't punish them at all. That does not stop the hospitals from continuing to enforce the mandate on their own. There are hospitals like the one in Houston, that was the first one that mandated it, that have been mandating these before Biden declared that it was going to be mandatory. So there is, you have to separate it. Just because Joe Biden can't punish hospitals for not getting vaccinated doesn't mean that those hospitals aren't going to just keep moving forward, right? That's the difference. So that's why we have to still fight. People are asking, why are we even fax blasting on this issue today? It's because just because Joe Biden can't punish them, doesn't mean that the leftists in these healthcare industries aren't going to continue to push forward with it anyway. So if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, the first bill that we are pushing today is this bill, H.R. 2317, written by Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's called the We Will Not Comply Act. We've been focusing on this a lot at Conservative Daily. And that's because this would shut down not only the government from issuing vaccine mandates, but also private businesses by redefining the Civil Rights Act to include your vaccine status as a protected class, just like your race, your ethnicity, your sex, your creed, your religion, just like that is protected. You can't get fired for your religion. You can't get kicked out of a restaurant because of your the color of your skin. This bill would add vaccine status to the end of that list of protected classes. So if a business fires you because of your vaccination status, it would be akin to that same business firing you because you're black or because you're white. If a store kicked you out because you couldn't prove your vaccination status, it would be akin to a store, uh, like a, a lunch counter in the deep south, kicking someone out because they are black and only white people are allowed to sit at the lunch counter. That is what this bill does. And this bill would set the stage for people who have been fired to fight to get their jobs back. Because at this point, you have been fired for a violation of your Wrong civil rights. Yeah, wrongful termination. And, and all these businesses yes. don't have any idea what's about to come down the pike. And how is the government going to save them? How is the government going to save them for the violation, the blatant violation of their civil liberties? And the, the, the basic violation of who they are as an individual. I mean, look, they overplayed their hand. And they continue to overplay their hand. I keep telling everyone we're winning. We're winning. If we can go back to the 3rd of November 2020, which was the true insurrection against our country and we can get rid of these voting machines and we can tell them to take this pandemic pandemic and go eat a bag of wieners with it right no they need to just go back eat a bag of wieners that was, that was i was being nice wasn't i there's yeah, other ways yeah, that i, I could have said that mr producer let's stop for a minute can we stop for a minute can we put up on the screen happy birthday zach oh yeah zach, zach producer it is his birthday fill in, fill in producer zach 
He's not a fill-in producer. He's the, I, I, the guys tease him because they call him an intern. He's not an intern either, right? Thank you very much. I appreciate it's, it. Hey, happy birthday, Zach! It, turns Zach's, that Zach turns uh, fifteen today. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah 15, 15 years old. No, no. Actually, job, he turns he turns exactly. 26 today. He turns 26 today. And uh, like a Mormon 15 though with the with the facial hair. Yeah, he he does. He's got a little of the Abe going. It's pretty it's pretty slick. So just to so tell you, can I, Zach, can I tell him a little bit about you? Of course. So Zach played football at Hillsdale and is an incredible athlete, but he's also an incredible young man. So um, I am incredibly, uh, we are incredibly blessed to have him on the team. It is his 26th birthday. And so if in the comments you can show Zach some love, it is Zach's 26th birthday. I he, greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much. He sir. is growing up so fast. You just, you make us so proud, Zach. And here's the deal. <laughs> he is manning the phones. So oh, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it to him. But if uh, he you call 888-441-1121, you can uh, call him. He'll pick up. You can wish him happy birthday. You're yeah. not going to get on the air, but you can call and wish well, him happy birthday. Well, you know, we might let a couple people on the air. Zach, you think you can handle getting people on the air so they can wish you a happy birthday? I'm sure I could, yeah. I mean, look, it cold is, it is, look what yeah, you got for your birthday. Right you got Biden's vax mandate falling apart on his birthday, right? Yeah. He, I mean, it's, there's no better LeBron deal. LeBron James it's, got it's awesome. COVID. Yeah, LeBron James got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have That's happened to Zach a nicer guy. Blew out the candles. That's right, what he was so wishing for when Zach blew out his candles. Let's let's uh, let's let's talk about all the things that are going to happen. You're going to be able to literally have a birthday in the week the Supreme Court overrules Roe versus Wade. It's going to be great. Biden hopefully. Biden hopefully is going to drool all over himself and get 25th Amendment out of the White House. I mean, a lot of great things could happen this week. But then we have to deal with Kamala Harris, that piece of trash. And so I, you know, I'm sorry. She definitely is a piece of trash. Sorry, I was going to say I was sorry for saying she's a piece of trash, but I'm not. But on her birthday, I don't want to talk about anything negative. I want to talk about the positive, and that is we got to take a shot of bourbon on your birthday. I think we should do another one on the air. Yeah, can we get some shots? Max, you, can, you, you need to get Annie to get you some shots, too. If you're out there. I got, I got Jaeger to, sitting oh here my gosh. The fact that he has Jaeger sitting next to him. Well, everyone, I Listen. Because it's the, green screenable. No, so it's, no, no, no. Listen, the, the, the fact that he has Jaeger on point, yeah. like right there, bam. Yeah. All right, yeah, so he's going to do a swig my, of Jaeger. That's my desk drink, <sighs> just in case. Man, boy, Only Zach, case you've, of you've never heard any of these, Zach. Ready? Uh, Zach attack. Zach won a Mac. <laughs> Zach stepped on attack. <laughs> oh, that's Jake. Uh Yeah. <laughs> you're getting you're getting it today, Zach. You're getting it today. Yeah. Somebody just said, "Oh, I want to spank you on your birthday, Zach." Uh, her name is. Oh, I'm sorry. His name is Careful. Mike. It's still a kid <laughs> show. Yeah, <laughs> just Big Mike. Kidding. Just kidding. Big, Big Mike, Mike wants to spank you, Zach. Yeah. Sorry, Zach. Sorry. No, it's all good. I just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just just touch yourself like this, Zach. Just touch yourself. There you go. Oh, I can see it through the window. <laughs> all right well no, while they I are getting it, thank you all right we all got shots refreshments zach while you want to come on you want to come on the air over here for a minute you want to come on the air and do the ching ching on a and by the Whoa, way careful what careful the ching ching that. you almost this? just said a slur i did not i said ching ching you know careful, ching ching just careful oh just zach crack a lack zach get her back zach needs a whack oh zach needs a whack that one's got to go zach zach needs a whack Come this on, Gammy Sparkles. Joe, this, this hour has turned into Joe writing Dr. Seuss books about Zach. <laughs> Zach, play it back. <laughs> oh, yes. Come on, Zach. Here you go. Zach, is his there birthday, 26th right. birthday. Everybody say happy right. birthday to Zach. Jaeger. Nice job. Jaeger. Oh. Yeah. It's invisible. You can't see it. Thank you, guys. <sighs> I got you. All right. You'll see more of Zach. Don't worry. That was really good. Do a beer tornado. Yeah, my bourbon was pretty good. A beer tornado? He'll do it yeah. off. He'll do it off off screen. So I'm sorry to get us derailed, but <laughs> complete total derailment. Whew, we had to do we had to do that for Zach on his birthday. And the lines are open if you want to wish him happy birthday. Yeah, if you want to wish him a happy birthday, please do. Eight 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 four four one 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 two one. One one two one four four. Yeah, everyone is telling you Zach came on screen. Oh Zach, Zach, get back on the get back on these get back on these. Uh, we got lemons. People oh, yeah. are dropping lemons for Zach. Zach, people are dropping you lemons. 
I appreciate the lemons. Thank you. Oh, so um, uh, TMT just dropped three lemons. So that's approximately 1.5 cents. 3.6 cents. 3.6 cents. <laughs> so you, you got, eh, you get a little taste. The phones are going wild for Zach right now. We're having a little bit of fun you're on you're the, oh, oh my gosh. You are up to They're 12 cents. Rain. You got four lemons, three lemons, two lemons. We're going to take the, an ice cream. How many lemons is an ice cream? Ten lemons. Dude, somebody just said take it off, Zach. You know, there's a bunch of men here. We don't want you to do that. But after the show's done, we'll have you come on here and be the, it's my birthday. My name is Zach, and it's my birthday. <laughs> Zach, took the, <laughs> Zach took the things off. We okay, got Gammy on to wish him a happy birthday. Oh, you got Gammy on? Okay. All right, put your headset on, Zach. All right, let's put Gammy on so she can wish you a happy birthday. Gammy. Gammy Sparkles. All right, look, we derailed it for a reason. We could take a little bit of a break. If you're watching this on the audio version, we are literally having a birthday fun time with Zach. Gammy should be on with us. Gammy, you there? I'm here, baby. Gammy, you got it. You got to wish. Go ahead, sing it out loud for Zach for his birthday. All Max right. is like, we're taking Zach, a long baby. time for the birthday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach, baby. Happy birthday to you. You belong in the zoo. You oh look gosh. like a monkey and smell like one, too. Okay, and on that, that one. There, all. Go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thanks, Gammy. I actually took a, hey, a picture with Gammy one time. Joe and Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not our birthday. Thank goodness. I can skip a few of those. Oh, well, I'm going to get you guys. You better watch out. This old lady is hanging in here. We with got a, action, Jack. With a we machete. are coming after the bad people. You hear me? I've got a new toy for my bug out bag and acquiring uh -oh. more. All right. I don't even know what know about the toy. But, Gammy, thanks for calling. we got to get back to the Biden's vax mandate and the fact that it's falling yeah. apart, much like everything else on the left. This podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. You don't get to choose how you get taken to the hospital. Anyone who has been taken to a hospital or has a loved one who's gone to a hospital by ambulance, you know it's very expensive and you know insurance won't usually cover it. Well, when you have to be airlifted by a helicopter, it's much more expensive. And yeah, insurance won't cover that either. Air Med Care Network exists to make sure you don't risk bankruptcy in the event that someone in your house has to be airlifted to a hospital for medical treatment. So when you sign up at the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily, not only are they going to give you coverage for your entire household for one year for $85, but they're also going to give you money back up to 50 bucks, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So when it was my birthday, all I got was an attaboy. We need to flush, <laughs> flush Biden down the toilet. He's he's history. Oh my gosh, you are you are a domestic terrorist. I can't believe you actually said that out loud. Bye, Gammy. We love you. I did. All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, you know, let, let's talk about um, this vax mandate falling apart just a little bit, and the fact that most people, even the people on the left, left and right, they're starting to realize that the line in the middle is this very thin line. You have the communists on one side, and you have Americans on the other. I was at the grocery store the other day, and one of the people that was there, women in front of us, goes, "You know," and and frankly, guys, listen to me. We we have to look at sensibility. When people wake up, you gotta you gotta you gotta celebrate it. She goes, "I voted for Biden." I think this is the most disgusting thing ever. I wore my mask. I took my vaccine. She goes, now they want to they lock me down again. And I go, oh, my gosh, you're a little. I said this out loud. You know, you never say this out loud. Oh, my gosh, you're a liberal. <laughs> and she laughed. Ha, ha, ha. I was. I was. And then I don't know what happened, but I woke up and I told my husband that I could no longer be a liberal. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that a girl. Love it. So people that are sensible are waking up. It's happening every day. People are coming out of the ether and realizing that these pieces of trash on the left, these radical leftists are nothing but the scum of the earth. They're the worst thing for our community. And we're starting to throw them out on their head. And look, I went out and bought some lumber this weekend, Max, so I could build the gallows. So pretty soon we'll have gallows being built all over the country. We can take care of all these traitors to our nation. Lumber, lumber's coming down. Lumber's coming down, so it is now affordable. 
Well, it's kind of to affordable. Construct yeah. gallows. Yeah, rope was a little expensive. A couple months ago, you would have had to mortgage your home to build the gallows. But, but I went and bought a bunch of rope, so it's, it's kind of good. <laughs> that way, I can I can pull people behind my car when their body parts fall off, so it's far enough behind, it doesn't get any blood on it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to give. I don't you this know advice, if I'm allowed to say that on here, huh? Uh, what? I, I don't know why I'm going to give you this advice. I probably shouldn't, but uh, growing up, my piano teacher, her husband was in World War II. And yeah. um, he was yeah. he was one of the uh, medics who was basically doing all of the last physicals on Japanese war criminals before they were put to death. And he explained to me how you have to actually stretch the ropes because otherwise they can snap. So yeah. you actually have to get them wet and you have to stretch them for days so that when they finally do have pressure on them, they don't snap. Now, I'm not telling I'm telling you that just as a nice little history lesson, not as an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> whatever's trying to going figure out how, my, how am I going to do that? Do I have to tension it with two trucks or something? You yeah, know? I think I think they should use we, water. Should we put a radical leftist yeah. in the middle so that the, the ropes are nice and taut? <laughs> they basically. Oh my gosh! The, the article that's going to be written about this. Oh my gosh, Joe Oltman. He says he wants to put a radical leftist. He wants to put a human in the middle of stretching out the rope that he plans on hanging us with. No, I didn't yeah. say that. I was just kidding. Max McGuire, accessory Maybe. to a lynching. Yeah, accessory Not, to a lynching. Um, um, but no, they, they had to. They had to stretch the rope. So what they actually did was they would attach one part of the rope to the ceiling of like a gymnasium. And then they would put weights on the bottom of it. And I think they would either use water. I don't think – I think water. And just to stretch the rope over days and days and days. And uh, what he said was when I when I interviewed him for my class project, he said – um, that it was just so ominous that he had to give people their basically their last physical that they are healthy enough to be killed. And the whole time, all of those ropes are clanging into each other because the weights were, were swinging with the wind and bouncing into each other. Yeah, they, they had to do physicals on the war criminals to make sure they were healthy enough to kill. Yes, because yeah. their head it's, would it's pop off like, like uh, Saddam Hussein's head popped off. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I what they could have gotten in their physical that would have stopped the execution. I know. Of these I'm, I'm not being very something. good today. I, I mean, I almost feel like I'm maybe getting a little bit too graphic on the fact that I want to hang them till their neck till they're dead. And actually, I only want them to actually drop off a plank two inches. So they have to choke to death. Yeah. Short drop, <laughs> sun stop. Um, I, I don't want I don't want to kill All right, anyone. I'm kidding, everyone. People, I'm kidding. It was a joke. Who, it was totally a joke. Totally a joke. What we have uh, to understand is that is that treason is a capital offense. It is a capital so, treason offense. Treason is a difficult yeah. offense to prove. You have to have either taken up arms against the United States or giving aid and comfort to one of our enemies. And you need to either confess it in open court or have two witnesses attest to the fact that you did it. It's one of the only it's one of three crimes that's actually written into the Constitution just to make sure that people can't change the definition to use it as a political weapon. There are absolutely people in Washington, D.C., in the establishment who are guilty of treason. All right. Period. So listen, they, they went after Lauren Boebert. I know I'm getting off the subject just a little bit. We'll come back to the Bax mandates. It does have to do with tyranny and terrorists and well, pretty much the radical left and all the things that they do, which makes them pieces of trash. But um, Ilhan Omar, when she said that she, she walked into the, the thing and said, it's okay, she wasn't wearing a backpack, right? So she was safe. She's now backtracking on the backtracking on it, Lauren is, which is good. Yeah, I mean, I hope, yeah. she's, I hope yeah. she's listening to this because maybe she could take some advice and stop talking to her handlers and the people that tell her that, oh, you might offend uh, Muslims. First of all, Muslims aren't offended. You want to know why they're not offended? You know why normal, everyday Muslims aren't offended? Because they have to deal with terrorists over in the Middle East. They know what it looks like. They know what being offended looks like. They know what that looks like. And Muslims are like, aha, she's ta they're talking about the bad people, the bad Muslims, not all Muslims, right? And see, the radical left likes to put everyone in one basket and say, all white people and all, all white people bad, all black people are being oppressed and uh, some of this BS that they put together. But for, for once, Lauren Boebert is actually stepping out and she's standing up and saying, you know what? Why did I even apologize? Why should I apologize to you? You're trash. You are a terrorist. So maybe someone along the line is listening to this and deciding to double down on truth. Because Ilhan Omar is a terrorist, did marry her brother, and is a piece of trash. Ilhan Omar, I do invite you onto the show, you and the squad members, so I can annihilate you with facts. But I know you'll get on here and you'll go racist, and I'll be like, well, here. And you're like, oh, yeah, but you're, you're one of those Uncle Thomas racists. And oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Oh, you're a homophobe because I married my brother. Uh, I'm not sure that works out for you. Does it? Yeah, no, it I think it's very interesting that if you joke about um, a Muslim having a bomb, it's it's not okay. But if you go to a bar and you order an Irish car bomb, 
on St. Patrick's Day. That's that's it's that's totally fine. Okay. Right? We can we can <laughs> joke about on. civil Hold war on. in Ireland. No, no, no. You could do that in the United States. You could do that in the United States. You go to Ireland and yeah, and order that, an Irish car bomb, right? Don't do that. Don't you do that. literally they will they will yeah. drag you out in the street and beat the hell out yeah. of you. Right? Yeah. And if you do it on These a Sunday, some- even if it's nowhere near Oh, it's bad. It's so just bad. Put, just to put in perspective how they like their, their liquor and their beer, these are areas of, of Ireland where drunk driving is legal because yeah. they just want people to get home and the only people they can hurt are the sheep. Um, but, yeah, no, you, you can't make fun, uh, poke a little fun at Muslim terrorism. But, yeah, you can order can. an Irish car bomb, no problem. I can. In an American bar. I commit. And you laugh at about it. I kill you. I kill you. <laughs> it's like that. it's like Beirut. It's like beer <laughs> beer pong is also called Beirut right. because so it's, I, the, I kid it's you the not. bombs dropping on right. Beirut. I'm I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not I'm not kidding about this. I had lunch today, Max. You're gonna love this. I had lunch today, and there was these um, Muslim guys. They were from, you know, the way they were talking. They were probably from uh, uh, Lebanon. Let's see if I have it in here, just so I could show you what I had to write down. So I was sitting next to these guys on the thing, and they started talking in Arabic. And, you know, I have a, I have a pretty good tongue for Arabic. And I can understand it a lot more than I should be. So I speak Arabic, but very little. I understand quite a bit of it. And so I'm sitting there with a guy that's with me, and um, I wrote this down and passed it across to him, right? Okay, let me read it to you. He is talking about how stupid Americans are and how infidels are expendable, killing the enemy. <laughs> he was literally sitting in the restaurant talking about blowing up Americans. I went, take a picture of him. So I took pictures of him, and I sent it to my buddy, and I was like, hey, you guys need to check this guy out. Yeah. I'm lying, I'm dying. It was at Slattery's. That's <laughs> right not how right I thought that story was, go. thought that story was going to go. It was crazy. I was like, this is nuts. But see, they, they, there's so much hubris out there that, oh, you know, Americans are stupid. They don't. You know, they don't understand any language other than English, right? It's not true. There's guys like me that listen to it and then take pictures of you. Actually, I didn't take pictures of it. The guy I was with took pictures of him. But it was funny. Random. All right, let's get, let, let's get back to the vaccine mandates. Okay. There's a couple things we have to get over. I have a feeling there's another shot on the horizon, so I want to get as much of this through. All right, come on. Usually, usually once you break the seal, we start doing shots. It doesn't end at one. I think um, we should do another so shot. What do you guys think? I, well, let it's me Zach's get through. birthday. All right, let's go through some more. All right, all right. Stay focused. Stay focused. Focus. 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 Folks, we got to focus. I put it on my screen. Bit. Sorry. Put it on my screen. <laughs> so this is what we talked about earlier today. Federal, the federal contractor uh, mandate has been shot down in Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee. Only three states, not a nationwide mandate. And the judge in this case, who struck it down, well, not well, he in- issued the injunction. He said, um, the court is asked to wrestle with important constitutional values implicated in the midst of a pandemic that lingers. These questions will not be finally resolved in the shadows. Instead, the consideration will continue with the benefit of a full briefing and appellate review. But right now, the enforcement of the contract provisions in this case must be paused. And then went on to basically say it's complete violation of the law, violation of the statute to claim the power to force people to inject something into their body as a condition to continue working and putting food on the table so we put that down take that down um hey, we have by, cuts do we want to do way, cuts or you, do we want you, to keep drinking you no know, no we, we can do cuts we'll do the cuts but i just want you to know that facebook is having a, a meltdown the person that is assigned to conservative daily podcast or conservative daily to stop it from going out is literally trying to put the brakes on it um i think the thing i got just now is facebook says you are mean to them <laughs> it's a message I got. Um, and uh, the distribution uh, score oh, yeah. is now down to like four or five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like minus 10,000% less distribution than normal. They can eat a like bag of wieners. Kind of Oscar Mayer wieners, but wieners nonetheless. They so choke on it. did there, there was there was interaction because obviously we had the vaccine mandates, but we're, we're being told that tomorrow Biden will give a teleprompter speech where he will outline the most the heaviest covid restrictions ever that we've seen yet. Where any American who comes back into the country, whether they are vaccinated or not, whether they test positive or negative, will have to quarantine for seven days in their own home. And if they yeah. break quarantine, they will be fined or imprisoned or both. That's well, what they are coming out with. Just just so you know, my my son is in Spain right now. 
And I can tell you right now, he's not going to be quarantined when he gets back. And if they touch my son, you know, God help them because he's the only one that can. And you got to, by the way, everyone needs to do that. Everyone needs to just say that you, you, you got to, you, at some point, you got to stand up and say, we've had enough. At some point. I'm not going to tell you what your point is. I know what my point is. Yeah. So uh, Ducey asked Fauci today because they brought Fauci in front of the press corps today about this new plan, forcing everyone to test when they come into the country and everyone who comes in the country hypothetically would have to quarantine. Ducey asked Fauci about that, got Fauci to admit that, yes, everyone has to do this. And then asked him, what about the illegal aliens crossing the border? And Fauci, I kid you not, said that's different. Mr. Producer, let's play this. This is cut number one. Dr. Fauci, as you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new, uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. But what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? You know, that's a different issue. For example, when you talk, <laughs> we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. That's so a different issue. Protections at the border that you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on All a right, plane, getting take checked, looking at a picture. That's a different issue, Joe. He's We're a total force moron. Everyone Everyone has to get tested before they can enter the country. Everyone? Yes, everyone. What about the illegal border crossers? Oh, no, that's a different situation. What? How does no, that make sense? That. It doesn't make sense, but th you're talking about a piece of trash. Look, there's a video that I want to send over to you that just shows you. I, I, I want to show you something, and I'll, I'll see if I can find it real quick. But you keep talking, and I'll find it with Fauci back in 1980 when he was talking about the fact that you can get AIDS. You can literally get AIDS from talking to people. Did you, did you remember that? And he, he wanted yeah. to recommend a total lockdown in 1981. In 1981, <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to institute a total lockdown of our country. In 1981, right after Reagan was elected. Oh, dude, this guy's a piece of trash. Prescription. So, so let me see if I can get it over to you. Uh, Mr. Producer, I'm sending it over on Slack. So while he uh, finds it. Oh, no, I, saw, I found it. I sent it to you. While he finds it, oh. I want to I want to show the next uh, Fauci clip before we get to it. Fauci admitting that they are about to change or likely to change the definition of fully vaccinated. So if you're fully vaccinated now, it won't count anymore until you get your booster, until you until you basically fill up all the boxes in your rewards card, your your COVID vaccine rewards card. Miss Booster, let's play this cut number two. In terms of the mandate, you have a vaccine mandate, right? Uh, at what point does the booster become part of? Something so, happened. for whatever reason, we got to figure out why we're panning Joe's headphones. Sometimes clips come mono, sometimes clips come stereo. We should be just pushing things out the way that they are, not panning. So basically, he's saying in that um, he's saying in that that the definition of being vaccinated is likely to change and it, it will include having <laughs> the boosters. So I guess you'll, you'll have like one of those cards for a free sub sandwich or a free ice cream. Yeah. Five, I mean, five ice creams, get one free. I, I don't know. I mean, pretty soon they're going to be moving our kids into their own place and just get them their own apartment, give them some free money, tell them that, Hey, just go do some meth and cocaine. And you know, I mean, pretty soon that's what'll, what'll happen. Right. I mean, that's where we're headed. Oh yeah. my gosh. Right, so we, we have that video. We have that video. Uh, the audio was coming through because I was hearing the audio, Mr. Producer. It was coming through one ear. So right, for whatever do it, reason. Do it, one, do, it, do it again then. So everybody yeah. else can hear it. Well, no, no, no. Just it, it's fine. I just explained it. Let's play the, ne the next clip that Joe pulled up of apparently wanting to make sure that. This that is unbelievable. People can't talk to each other. I guess gay people, drug users at the time. That's this is, we're, this we're is Anthony Fauci in 1981 being the all seeing oh, seer of, of science. Dude, he, he was, was a, a looker. He was a geeky little crap bag back then. He was then. hot. He was oh hot. Oh, my gosh. Zach, you have to watch out. Max is coming for you. <laughs> I don't think so. I, okay, I, are we playing it or we're not right, playing it? Let's play the clip. We may be starting to see, as we're seeing virtually as the months go by, other groups that can be involved. And, and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. When you say 
other close contact? Give me some examples. Well, for example, if, if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individual who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS or at risk of AIDS who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle, but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relations. I kid you not. Are you paying attention, everyone? That is it's Anthony really, Fauci back in 1981 saying that you can get, you can get AIDS. <laughs> Listen to me. He's saying you can get AIDS from close contact. From snuggles. From snuggles. Not, not a needle, not, not sexual contact, but just in close contact. Like, <sighs> Does it sound familiar? This guy is absolute trash. He is trash. He was trash in 1981, and he's a bigger pile of trash in 2021. His whole deal is is screaming, the sky's falling, we don't know what we Everywhere. don't know, so let's just, let's just shut everything down. That, okay. That's his answer to everything. Do it one more time. Play it one more time, just, just so you guys listen. Listen, on the audio version, you're, you're looking at a, a point evil, Dexter. whatever point you want. Poindexter. Neat, neat. <laughs> Uh, oh. But you're looking at a 1981 Anthony Fauci talking about that it's that AIDS. This is back in 81. This is when it was a massive issue in 81. He's talking about how you can literally live in the same household and transmit AIDS by not sharing a needle and not oh. having sexual contact. Does that sound familiar? They want you to mask indoors here, too, in your own house. Okay, go ahead and play the oh, clip play one again. more time. We may be starting to see, as we're seeing virtually as the months go by, other groups that can be involved, and, and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. When you say other close contact, give me some examples. Well, for example, if, if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individual who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS or at risk of AIDS who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle, but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relations. What, what's the normal... What what normal close contact is he thinking about? Spitting in someone's mucous membrane? Like spitting in their eye, spitting in their ear, spitting in their nose? We close knew contact. that. We knew that. Oh, there you go. You got AIDS, baby. Tag, you're it. That's how stupid circle, this circle. guy is. Circle, circle, dot, dot. It, this is unbelievable, me. people. That That video is real. That is Anthony Fauci in 1981 trying to scare the hell out of the world. You don't think they've been planning this for generations? They have. And they got some evil piece of trash that works for the Rothschilds or some other big group. I don't know what it is. All right, I'll say the Rothschilds, Illuminati, you know, the, the 33rd degree. I don't know, man. Everyone has their opinion on what it is. I just think I'll just call them one thing, evil pieces of trash. That's it. But that was Anthony Fauci, 1981, talking about how AIDS can be transmitted with a smile. <laughs> yeah. But we yeah. knew. We knew then that you couldn't transmit AIDS that way. Like, we knew that. Like, oh. I, I, I can't get over it. I, it's just, it, oh, it's the snap. same Fauci. Max. What? Sorry, we're doing another one. Oh, Jesus. It's Jagger. <laughs> All right, for the Jeez, audio edition, All right, boys. this is called peer pressure. Peer pressure to this drink another called, shot. This is called Ooh. alcohol peer pressure. Mm. Notice how Fantastic. Max, notice how Max has a glass of a Jaeger. Glass, yeah. And it's warm. It's green screenable. You can't see it. It disappears. No, it doesn't. I can see it. As, as it gets to the bottom, once it's all out, you won't be able to see it. Yeah. All right. Same with my cup. So somebody when just said that, that um, I hope he gets flaming ass cancer. <laughs> GW Kelsey, you are amazing. That is the best. I love it. <laughs> I hope he gets flaming ass cancer. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I, I, I think that would be the perfect solution. I think we should make it happen with a rope tied around his neck. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Did you see this, uh, did you see this Jim Cramer clip, Joe? Mad Money on CNBC. No. Did you see that clip? So Jim Cramer, host of Mad Money, went full vaccine tyranny. 
on a show the other day and proclaimed that the federal government should just force everyone to get vaccinated. I want to play this to save the economy, he says. Mr. Brewster, let's play this. We're going to jump ahead. This is going to be cut six. This is Jim Cramer on Mad Money going absolutely berserk on vaccine mandates. Let's play cut six. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Go to Require war. Vaccination universal. Yeah, come on. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. So fork that piece of it. trash. Fork the piece let's of fact trash. Check it. If someone is unvaccinated and they become an incubator for a variant, that means they have contracted the virus and the virus has mutated inside of them, even just to presume that that is true which we don't even know that that's true, but let's just give them that. Let's just assume that's true. That person having incubated that super virus is not going to continue to incubate new viruses because that person has naturally created antibodies. So he is talking about, he's saying unvaccinated people are going to keep mutating the virus. It just isn't true. Even if it's true on a one-off, once someone gets the virus, they have natural immunity. And as we're seeing from the Omicron variant, the spike protein is what mutated in this variant. So the vaccines are less effective because the vaccines taught your body to identify spike protein that now is not even close to the same as the new variant. So he's just making things up. But notice he's not getting fact-checked. Like it took me all 30 seconds to fact-check that. And I don't even have an MD next to my name just because I've had, I've had to read all these damn journal articles over the past year and a half two years but he's not getting fact checked he's not getting taken down off of facebook he's not getting throttled no but he's, he's not having get, his credit card but, ch- canceled by but, chase but bank we, but we are going to set up the gallows across the nation and i need you guys all to go buy some wood and rope get ready it's coming and let me tell you something i'm not a domestic terrorist i'm an american i'm an american i'm a full-blooded american i have done more in this country and outside this country to save lives than most people would do in a thousand lifetimes. I 100% stand up for those less fortunate and giving them opportunity while the radical left does everything to strip them of opportunity and make them dumb. And these people on mad money and other things stand up like they're experts. They're experts in nothing. They have teleprompters. They have teleprompters. You know, last night I spoke to 850 people up in Windsor, Colorado. And I walked up there and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. And when I got done, everybody was like, Joe, you didn't have any notes. I was like, I never have any notes. I talk to people about truth. I'm authentic. Yet these people literally re- read from teleprompters. They are talking heads. They have no sort of conscience and they have no ability to back anything that they say up with fact. Not even Fauci. Dab, da, dab, da, dab, da, dab. Now you can get AIDS from a smile or blowing a kiss. I mean, it's absurd that we even, that we even give them any credit at all, that we, we put them up on any pedestal because they're not intelligent. And let me tell you something else. Let me go on a rant for a minute about higher education. Can I? Ma- Max yeah, is probably sure. one of the smartest guys that I know. Literally savantish when it comes to his ability to get to the bottom of details, Right? Most of that came outside of education. Most of it, of, of higher education. I would, yeah. I would say, I, I've been around you, Max. Yeah, the, my, my, my ability to research things. Like, it had, to not, it had nothing to, like... to do with the stuff that they taught you in school because if you would have learned that stuff in school, you would have been a radical leftist. They would have, they would have indoctrinated you and, and plied you with information that's just not true and put you on a path that conditioned you towards an alternate reality, an alternate truth. So well, that's why I went to, to Catholic schools. But, I went no, to Catholic you went schools to, on purpose for that reason. You went to Catholic schools that are largely woke today. If you were in schools today, 
Yeah. Right? If, if you were in Boston College today, it would be really bad. It would be bad for oh, you. Oh, it would be completely different, It'd be, which is why I haven't donated in the past couple of years. Um, why, would you, I, why would I donate to that nonsense? You, you can't. But what I'm saying is, is that you have choices, people. You have choices that higher education. The, the University of Austin, by the way, right? Austin, University of Austin or Austin University is trying to break that woke mentality. It's down in Texas. University of Texas in, in Austin. No, it's not. Austin no, it's campus. called University of Austin. It is not University of oh, Texas I at Austin. Was, no. I didn't even know there was one. This is, this is a separate online building, building micro uh, communities where they're, they're just redefining what education is because the media, I'm telling you right now that higher education is garbage. I can't have a conversation with my son. I have better conversations with my daughter today. Because I have taken the time to walk through things with her. And she is a very, very courageous girl. I was reading some of the stuff she was responding to on Facebook while somebody uses the dog whistle, right, and says Kyle Rittenhouse is a, a murderer. No, he's a liar, but he's not a murderer. But beyond that, uh, I said it. I'm not a fan of Kyle Rittenhouse or his handlers, right? I can support someone pretending, protecting themselves and not support them as a human being because I, I think the kid's trash. Anytime you let someone walk you off a cliff and become a political pawn for both sides, you can divide the movement and, and stand up there and say that there is no election fraud, you're trash. Sorry, Kyle, you're trash. You can never be on our show. Go hang out with Tyle, uh, Tucker Carlson. But higher education has become a breeding ground to train people to destroy this nation. So just stop doing it. Stop sending your kids there. I can't have a conversation with my son because he's the smartest guy in the room. Just ask him. And sorry, son, I love you. I do. I love my son. But I can't have a conversation with him because he always does this little smirky thing. And I'm like, look, I didn't pay for you to go to school to think that you're the smartest kid out there because you're not. And your professors have never done anything in their life other than protect themselves and try to teach you out of a, out of a book and or out of an ideology. So just stop sending him there because higher education is garbage. Garbage. It's not education. It's not education. It's training. Not education. So anyway, I got it. I got it out. So so what does he go on about? Because I thought he was going in with a pretty good foundation that he wasn't going to get he, brainwashed. Hey, listen, he has a what, great what, foundation. What do you get brainwashed? He on? talks about micro uh, micro uh, aggressions oh, no. and oh yeah, yeah. Like he says it legitimately, not ironically. No, he says it legitimately. He's like, hey, like you know, if, you say, to... if you say that someone who's Asian is good at math, that's a that's oh, a so he has a he has this Hispanic friend who called him a racist. And I was like, all right, have, have El Hombre or whatever his name is. Have him come over to come into the house. Let's have a conversation. What? I'll show him what racist is. I'll show him. I'll even show him what a micro, I'll show him what a macroaggression is. Right? And this little punk kid doesn't know anything about racism. You try growing up in D.C. in the 1980s. I'll, t I'll show you what racism looks like. It's a hot pot. It's a hot pot. We got to run from the school to your house because everyone wants to pick on you because you got the salt and pepper family. Don't talk to me about racism. My son is like, Dad, you can't, you can't do that. So I went to his house party because he's one of the you know fraternity uh, president, vice president, whatever. And um, I, I said, "Where's this kid? At? Where's El Hombre at?" He's like, "Dad, his name's not El Hombre." <laughs> I said, "That's his name." The for H me is today. silent. Silent. Huh? The H is silent. Dad. El Hombre. In Spanish. Yeah, but I mean, look, you you gotta you gotta stand up to it. You gotta stand up to it. You, do you know what the radical left knows? They know getting punched in the mouth. Now, that's, not, that's not a call to violence. That's not a call to violence. It's a call to you don't get to bully me and, and push down this trash to me. And my son does. He brings this stuff home. He tests it on me. Hey, Dad, what do you think of? What do you think of the fact that uh, maybe? You know, we are in a very racist society, and most white people are racist. And I said, son, do you know your family heritage? So how do you feel about that? He goes, well, I'm not talking about me. I said, oh, oh, man, I totally forgot. Yeah, all other white people are bad. But because of your family, you're no longer bad. I get it now. I, I'm sorry I didn't get it sooner, son. I, I wish I would have gotten it sooner. Well, Dad, you're, you're being ridiculous. Am I being ridiculous? Am I being ridiculous? I feel like I'm having a conversation with my son right now. <laughs> son, if you're watching over in Spain, you're not because it's late there. Uh, th this is the type well, of there absurdity. There is something, there is some, and I'm sure he didn't think of this when he said it, but there is something inherently messed up about a kid going to their father and saying that white people are inherently racist. Yeah. Because I'm sure he didn't think of this, but the implication is that you taught him subtly racism. 
Yeah. Well, uh, he that, knows. Like w- when they say that people are inherently racist, it's that they've learned racism from their parents who learned it from their grandparents who learned it from their great parent grandparents. Right. And it's just been passed down like the family Bible. Yeah. Like, so the, 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 the allegation is that you taught him racism, that you sent him to schools that taught him racism, that you put him in pastimes that taught him racism. It's, it's very, I'm, I know, I, I know your son, he didn't mean it this way, but it is a very insulting thing to say to someone who has yeah. never done anything like that. Yeah. And, and here's the guy that here, my son has been around, I, you know, I volunteer for the incarcerated youth program. So I mentored young, young people that were incarcerated in youth detention centers. Right. So I would go pick them up, sit down with them, talk to them. And I always got the, I always got the worst cases. I always got the ones where they wouldn't talk to anyone. They were socially distant. They didn't have any emotional uh, connection to anyone. And, and I would just break through it. And all the kids that I did, all four kids, number one, were minorities. Right. And they were, and, and it all started the same way. All four of them started the same way. They all had that. Yeah. Here's a white guy kind of telling me how things are, Do you know, and one of the kids that I that I that I helped burn the whiskers off an animal, stole cars, skipped school, did some crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff that leads you down a path where you're probably not going to end up in a good place. Hated his mother, father. I don't even know what happened to him, right? And and he he does listen to this, so he'll probably hear this. I'm super proud of him. But my kids grew up meeting these kids. They grew up going to the to the the uh, shelter dropping off food. I would buy peaches every spring. I still do. And take them down to there. And, and it was like an, a thing that I did every year. We get Palisade peaches and I would bring them in and I'd drop all the peaches off to them. Um, and, and they knew it. Like all the homeless people that were there for multiple years, like, oh, that guy Joe's back. So to have my son even think that, that direction, I know there's a conflict, but he, and he's getting through it. And I think he will get through it, but I'm going to call him out at every, at, but this is what happens in higher education. I'm like, son, tell me, tell me about business intelligence. And he, he goes, well, you know, I'm, te- I'm learning this stuff about, you know, um, building algorithms towards um, using regression analysis. And I was like, okay, show it to me. He's like, well, I can't. I just learned the part of the analysis, the ARIMA analysis, the mathematical equation that leads you to a conclusion. And I was like, so you don't even know how to implement it. And that's what's happening in higher education is that you have people that are professors that are barking stuff down in every single area, science, English, sports you know, languages that are making those classes about social justice, not about real world solving of problems. So there's no, there's no direct application to what you're learning. I'd rather take a 19, 20 year old kid off the street that, you know, learn code on his own than go find someone that went to learn about code at a university. I would, I think that's a better use of, of time. And before my daughter was a uh, intern for the company that I ran and started, you know, she, she said that after that summer, this is the best thing that ever happened to me because I wasn't learning any of this stuff in school. So I went back to school. She did much better. Okay, I'm off my tangent. Whew. No, it just it just shows you how, I mean, I'm surprised that it infected your son. I mean, I'm surprised that he Well, it didn't really affect, it. affect him. I mean, he's, I think he's just testing me. But as he tests me and says, oh, I know better than you, Right? He can't win with me because I go, okay, show it to me. Show your work. You know, somebody once told me, you have to start with the conclusion and then go full circle. Once you get full circle, once you do the hard work and you get full circle, you cannot be a radical leftist. You can't. You can't come to a conclusion that those things are true. Because if you get further down the line, you, you know, I saw this video that, my, that was on my daughter's page. And it talked about how fascist and how people are fascist, the 14 things that makes people fascist. And this guy goes through it and he goes, and if I have to explain to you the fact of why white people are fascist, I, mean, I can't explain it. So yeah. six, out of the eight th- six out of the 14 things, he couldn't explain. But he wanted to use the application of it. You can't support BLM, then that makes you a fascist because you're not supporting BLM. I'm thinking to myself, who supports BLM? It's a communist movement. Who would, who would support that? And it's making people poorer, not, not wealthier. And it's not giving them more opportunity, it's giving them less opportunity. And people are closing off opportunity to them. So while they run their mouth and say these things in these environments, all they're doing is killing opportunity for future generations. They're working completely against They're everything that they say they're fighting against, and they use propaganda to do it. And they convince people of it, which is unbelievable, by trying yeah, to spout I facts. Mean, I can't have conversations with these people because when they say, yeah. if you don't support Black Lives Matter, you're a fascist. 
well, how does that mean that you want a dictator or a strong government to control every like facet of industry, commerce, just society, right? That's, that's, that's what you're talking about, fa fascism and doing it through some kind of aggressive form of, of hyper-nationalism. How does that have anything to do with, with not supporting Black Lives Matter? No, I mean, it, it's stupid. They don't even understand the terms. They don't even understand the terms they're using. And, and what's, what's really terrifying is that when they misuse the terms for long enough, they get Merriam and, and Webster dictionary to change it. They get them to change the terms. So if they don't, if they use it incorrectly long enough, the dictionary will actually change the definition to fit what they're saying, which is how they got anti-vaxxer now changed to include not just people who are against vaccines in general, but also people who are against vaccines mandates. So if even if you support the idea of vaccines, but you don't want them to be mandated, by definition now, you are an anti-vaxxer. And they were able yeah. to change that just by using the term wrong for years not even a year, just one year, they got them to change the entire entry into the dictionary. We're almost out of time. I want to remind everyone, though, we're running a fact spot today. It's very important. We talked on the at the start about it. Um, Biden's vaccine mandates are taking a nosedive. They are getting shut down in court, but they're not all being shut down. They're not being shut down permanently, and it's not being applied to every state. And the one bit that has not been applied yet is the military. The military is moving full speed ahead. There is not a judge in the country who has said the military can't do it. Part of the reason is when you sign up, you you basically sign on the dotted line that you're going to take the vaccines that the military tells you to take, right? Anyone who's served in the military, you would know that you get a lot of shots right, right after you get your haircut. That's one of the reasons that this hasn't been shut down. So seeing all of this happening with all these other court cases, the military is now speeding up the vaccine mandate among the ranks. So we put up image nine, Mr. Producer. Real quick before we go, this is a memo that came down from SecDef himself, image number nine, demanding that all National Guards and uh, and reservists get vaccinated immediately. So not pushing it off later, immediately. And the key takeaway from this, you don't have to read it, it's really small, we can take it down. The key takeaway is that they're going to war with the state of Oklahoma. Oklahoma is saying, we're not going to enforce the vaccine mandate. The federal government's now saying, well, we're not going to pay any National Guard soldier who is not vaccinated. Then stop, so then stop paying taxes. Stop sending any federal income tax up to the federal government. Take all of that money and keep it inside the state and tell the federal government to go get bent. They don't own any land. Get out of here. They want to act like they're dictators. They want to act like they're the king and the queen of our country. They take 52 cents on every single dollar we have. Yeah. 52 cents yeah. on every dollar. You yeah. work six months for free. Man, screw the federal government. They're trash. Merrick Garland, trash. Biden trash, Kamala trash, this little group of whatever you want to call them out there of legislators that get together on both sides of the aisle and try to institute this globalism trash. Guys, learn the power of the word no. No. Oklahoma's learning it. Florida learned it. Just so happens that Florida's enjoying some of the best outcomes of the pandemic. And guess what? N no vaccine mandate. One of the lowest vaccination rates in the country. And people are dying at a rate that, frankly is a, a percentage point or two of what they're doing across the nation. And well, if we put they're it screen, looking at getting rid of remdesivir. Yeah. There's a blue wave in Florida happening right now. Blue wave. Because they're yeah. the only place in the country that has low community transmission of COVID. Everywhere yeah. else is yellow or red. Some little pockets of blue. But Florida's completely blue. Completely blue. There, there's They've not already high, got it. Yeah. They're good. Somebody said that Kamala is uh, Cruella. Cruella. Yes, that is true. Um, so before we leave, I just wanted to mention this at the end. Make sure you sign up for the Facts Blast today. Join the campaign. Our goal is to send half a million Facts Blasts to Congress because, yes, the judges are shutting down different parts of the mandate, but none of them have applied any of these injunctions to the military, and the military is still being forced. They're still forcing these brave men and women out for exercising their bodily autonomy and, and exercising their religious freedom. So today's Facts Blast focuses on two bills. As I mentioned, the first one, H.R. 2317, that would create, uh, that would change the Civil Rights Act to make your vaccine status a protected class. H.R. 3860, written by Thomas Massey, that would basically say the military is not allowed to force you to get vaccinated and not allowed to punish you if you don't voluntarily get vaccinated. So these two bills, combined with these court, court rulings, would shut down these mandates 
for good, not just at the federal level, but at the state, local, and business levels as well. So I encourage everyone to sign up for this Facts Plus. Let's push it across the finish line. Both of these bills written by Marjorie Taylor Greene and Thomas Massey. We need your help to force the vote on them. So please do sign up for that Facts Plus today if you have not already. Anything else we need to go through, Joe? Nope. Well, that's going to be it nope. for this edition of the podcast. If you nope. like the podcast, you guys subscribe. Audio edition, all those links are in the description. If you can, do it on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review so we can climb up in those rankings. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you need a little reminder, need a little, little, little boost to get you to the streams, now that we're not on Facebook, you're not getting those notifications anymore, very important that you sign up for the text alert system. Very simple. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to sell your number. Text the word FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. We'll send you a notification before we go to air telling you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. So that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.